Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Sloshans of the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour, Zigzag and Rufus. Well, I'm here. Where are you? I can't see you. You really can't? God damn, I can see myself for a second. Hold up, hold up. Hmm. Really you? Hmm. Come on. This damn new computer, motherfucker. Oh, God. Is, is it another shitty Mac? It is, as a matter of fact. Come on, baby. Can you see me now? Yes. Uh, in all my glory, looking delicious as usual. What? What? Take it back. What? Return it. Don't even tempt me. Don't even fucking tempt me. Too close. Not close enough. I don't know, dude. Now I'm kind of pissed. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I thought for sure. Thought for sure. Damn it. I'm going to have to Google and see what the fucking story is there. Let's tell you what's going on, folks. Rufus, when he puts his thumbs up or does something cool, has uh, these little funny things come up, right? Like he does a thumbs up, and what happens, Rufus? <gasps> does it have to be two thumbs up? This? No, oh, there it is. And he gets a, like, thumbs. thumbs up. Double Z does it. Two thumbs up gets fireworks. Double Z, nothing. You think it's because of my background, maybe? I bet it is, dude. You think it's animated. The lack of light, maybe? Let's look here. Hold up. That background fucking it all up. Well, I mean, that I, background ain't going nowhere, bitch. Yeah, if you got to make a choice, keep the background, because it's, it's cool. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 2017's not fucking new enough. I don't know, Rufus. What, what are you rocking? What are you, you know what? I could use my, my uh, laptop next time. It's a 2023 or whatever and see if that works. 
That should work. Mine's a 2020, so it's got to work. Oh, mine's 2020. Oh, my God. Get over your fucking self, dude, honestly. Folks, don't don't make Rufus feel like you less of a man or a woman because he's got a 2020 Mac. You fucking – do you have that on the back of your car? I'm not a fanboy. I don't get the latest model like the 2023. You sure you're not a fanboy? Just because. Actually, you know what? You are a fanboy. <laughs> I got an early Christmas present, and it's my first Apple Watch. So I guess I am a fanboy. I think thou dost protest too much. Think thou art a fanboy. A fanist lad, as I would like to call you. Rufus, I got an emergency right here, dude. Diarrhea? You have to give me a minute, right? I didn't bring any drinks down. I didn't bring any fucking drinks down here. Oh, shit. I can't do the show sans drink. I just won't do it. Folks, Rufus is going to entertain you for 45 seconds while I get something to drink. Look how cool this background is today, though, huh? It is badass. It's a randomizer. A randomizer. See, that's way cooler than the Skype shit. Don't worry about it. I think he really has diarrhea. He just doesn't want to say it because it's embarrassing and stinky. Let's listen on Skype, see if we can hear the diarrhea explosion into the toilet. Oh, oh, yeah, juicy one, robust. I can even kind of smell it. Speaking of randomizer, uh, we had nothing to follow that up with. Not too many things are interesting that are random. Actually, yeah, I guess probably everything that's random is interesting. I'm terrible at this. Really fucking bad. Predictable is not interesting. Randomization is. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, are you quiet now that I'm back, or are you fucking tripping out on the cool-ass background? Look at this. Got all kinds of shit for the show. Jesus Christ, are you going camping? How do you do it? All right. Okay, so it's all that. I'm sorry that Rufus had to bore you for whatever minute or two that was. I'm not sure how long it was. What all did you get? Woo, I got winded, Rufus. I got winded because I was running for you because I knew the people, they're depending on me. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what did I get? All right. Bag of snack size Reese's, now $14. 60 cool. Reese's, I haven't done the math, but somehow it seemed like it made sense. Uh, a Jimmy cookie. What is a Jimmy cookie? A Jimmy cookie is a Jimmy John's cookie. What? If these fucking things are soft, they are good fucking cookies. Really? I, so much so that there's a standing order in my house. If they ever fucking go to Jimmy John's or have Jimmy John's delivered, get four extra Jimmy cookies. Because <laughs> I know my wife will eat one, my daughter will eat one, and I will eat two. Standing order. There's always, if there's an order, I, I did get mad one time. The first time I put in the standing order, I said, you didn't get me a Jimmy cookie? And they said no. And I said, standing order, from now on, extra Jimmy cookies. Four extra Jimmy cookies. But try one. They're delicious. They're buttery. But they're, you know what? What's in a bit Jimmy cookie? It's got white chocolate, Ooh. dark chocolate, some kind of caramel, I think. But they got to be soft because if you get an old Jimmy cookie that's hard, I ain't digging it. But that could be my old man teeth. Is that uh, is that a gamble or can you say I want a soft one when you order? No, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. 
I mean, I'll eat a hard one. Don't get me wrong. And I'm if I had a dime for every time I said that. And then I just grabbed what <laughs> see uh, peanut butter or pretzels. Ooh. These things, don't, I'm going to do you a favor. Don't get yourself started on these things, okay? Oh, they're no. like the new Reese's to me. Really? Like, that might as well be crack, dude, because, I don't know, sweet and savory is the ticket. Sweet and savory is the, savory. Is the future of snacking, I think. That's mainly the, the only way I really like sweet, because if there's a savory twist. The sweet with the savory. See, look, now I'm writing down, I wrote down Jimmy Cookie and uh, uh, peanut butter pretzel. So I can remember. Thank you. Are you going to try them both? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I got a Jimmy John's next to my office that I get quite often. Uh, I can't do it at home because the only one is on the military base, and it's a pain in the fucking ass. You got to get a permit and go in. Can you go there? You can, but you got to like stop at a booth and like give them your ID and get your picture taken, and you get a card that's good for like 30 days. And they yeah, I mean, so really, someone could honestly penetrate our military base at Fort Hood by saying they want a fucking Jimmy cookie. Yes. It is uh, a a risk they're willing to take, I guess. The Jimmy Johns carries a lot of clout in this fucking country. There's no doubt about it. But this is so fucking wild. Just yesterday, I had to drive to Austin. I was driving down a road that is really near the house and opening soon to Jimmy Johns. It was not, only a matter of time. Not on the base, yeah. I wonder, I mean, the one on the base, is there like a Subway and a KFC? I mean, what all is on the base? Because, man, you get that fucking base contract, they better be spreading that out fucking. They should give that to a local guy. They should give it to that guy that hates gay people and women. I bet he loves the military. <laughs> I know. I bet they would love him right back. Right? They would. Jesus, that guy'd be a millionaire. Yep. I mean, every store opened by an, owned by a, a white individual is kind of like that anyways, right? That's true. That's what I found. Did you ever go to that place and see what it was all about? No, I still want to, but I haven't had time Let's yet. Let's give that guy a shout-out on our show. What's the name of this place? Uh, Ferrari's Pizza and Subs. Ferrari's Pizza and Subs in... Uh, Killeen, Texas. Killeen, Texas. Go check him out. He's a very hateful individual, but it's all in good humor. It's all... As long as you say it's a joke... It's completely fine. I mean, it always has been, right? As long as you say it's a joke. For our show. He's he's like uh, 1% everything. He's 1% woman. He's 1% man. He's 1% Native American. He's 1% African American. He's 1%. I mean, so he can say it all. He can say whatever he wants. And it's totally fine. Uh, Ferrari's Pizza and Subs. Check it out. So I'm a little disappointed that you didn't go. You were going the next day, if I recall correctly. I don't remember what happened that day. But it wasn't that. Actually <laughs> <laughs> not. You're still here, and yeah. you don't have any swastika tattoos on your hands right now. So maybe oh. once you eat from his sub, you are a convert. What if I come back on, and on the next show, I'm a total just racist? <laughs> then people be like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it's always been. Would you still do the show with me if I came back from that sub shop and was just a complete racist? I don't know if I have a choice since my well-being depends on it. <laughs> I guess I probably would. I would. And I, you would hand, you would have to answer your your own hate mail. That's you what I, I would not agree with you on anything, for sure, because you would, know that I am not a racist. 
I was going to carry that on into a bit and pretend to be a racist, but I couldn't think of anything to say that wouldn't make me feel like a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> I know that you couldn't. I mean, God bless is all I can say. Thank you for not uh, doing that. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. I was like, what can I say that's racist? And well, no, I can't. I have a question for you. Is the shape of your uh, your picture changed on your computer? Because now you're like 1080. And it used to be, am I 1080 on your screen, or am I, like, the full screen on that side? You're, like, full screen. I used to use, a uh, like, a, a separate webcam. Right. It's, it's higher quality, and I'd put it on my uh, MacBook. But I rearranged my office, and it I just don't use it anymore. It just wasn't – the show just didn't rise to the to plugging one thing in. I get it. I, I mean, I can understand how that could probably take about 12 or 15 seconds at the no. most. The reason I used sure it is because I had a second monitor. I had my, my big monitor that doesn't have a built-in camera, so I used that. Now I just use my 2020 MacBook. <laughs> right, and it's failing you because it's not you're not full screen. It's now you look like a pinhead. I know. I need a 2023. You, you got every excuse now. They did that on purpose. I mean, let me tell you why I ended up getting a new fucking computer. It's the stupidest reason in the fucking world, probably. Okay. So, uh, you know, I've been fucking around on the guitar, and I signed up for this thing called Musician, right? That, like, gives you lessons. But really, I signed up for it because it kind of it gives you a bunch of tablature, but it shows you exactly how to play it, and you can That's practice fun. along with it. It's actually yeah. kind of fun, honestly. Yeah. But, of course, uh, I went to do it a couple weeks ago. Well, I guess it was 10 days ago, probably. And uh, they updated their software which they do every fucking day, of course. I mean, you know how things are now. Yeah. And it no longer supported my old Mac. What? It did not support my old Mac. And so I wrote him a fucking email, right? And I'm like, well, I'm like, you know, you guys did some kind of update. Now it's not supporting my Mac, blah, blah, blah. You know, can there, because, you know, obviously when they updated software, they're not, it's not so much so that they're like getting rid of things. I wouldn't think. You know what I mean? Usually you can still run an old version of something or whatever, but no, they outdated it. So I was mad, right? I went through the four stages of grief. I was sad. Then I was mad. Then I don't know what the third one is, but I think the last one is acceptance. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I've been wanting to get that computer so I can give those fucking thumbs up and get a fucking thing. And uh, no, did not happen. So I ended up just getting it. I'm like, I'll show them. And then I'm like, they showed me. I needed to fucking update this computer anyways, which is sad, though, because that computer has been such a good fucking computer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that computer. And I still have it. It's right here, Rufus. It's right here. What will I do with it? I mean, I guess eventually it'll make it into the Hypersoft Museum. But until then, I'll try to keep it safe. It would have to. Well, the first Mac I ever bought was a 2009, and I bought it in 2000. 16 or 2017, and it was faster and more awesome than any PC I'd ever had in my life. Do you still have it? No, I actually sold it, and sold it for a pretty good fucking price. That's probably what I should do, but you know what? I'm What I'm really afraid of is that I did the migration. That's why I was calling you, right? Hmm? I remember that you did the migration one time, and you're like, it fucking stopped with like one minute left. Yeah. It never finished, and you just unplugged it and started over. Well, my migration started, right, and then it got to, like, I did it through Ethernet, right? So it wasn't wireless. Mm -hmm. So I got it hooked up by Ethernet, 
and it looks like it's working, but then it gets stuck at three hours and 37 minutes, right? Three times it got stuck at that area. God damn. And then, and I'm like, then I'm just was going to bed. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to bed. I'm just going to leave it fucking plugged in all night. Cause some guys like that shit don't even fucking, you know, someone on some Facebook page, not even Facebook page, but some Apple forum is like, don't believe that shit. He's like, mine said eight hours and 62 minutes one time for like an hour. And then I came back and it had like four minutes remaining. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. Fuck it. Right. I mean, I tried it like five times. I was fucking doing all these settings and stuff because everybody's got a plan of how it can work. Right. Everybody, everybody's got a fucking. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm just because I was afraid to what I really was afraid of. Actually, I started it. It it it, uh, transferred some stuff. Then it stopped. Right. So then I just booted up the Mac to see how much it if it had gotten anything. Well, a bunch of my stuff on my desktop was missing and all that shit, but you know how messy my desktop is. But so I'm like, so then I had to wipe the whole hard drive because I'm like, I don't want it to fucking start. And then it's like asking to rewrite over shit every fucking two seconds. So um, I wiped the hard drive. I'm like, what if I fuck this computer up? Right. What if I crash this computer by trying to migrate my shit and I'm going above and beyond getting in shit and wiping fucking hard drives clean and stuff all within about three hours of having this fucking computer. And, uh, so then I did it the second time and I just went to bed and when I woke up in the morning, it was done. Well, nice. And the rest is kind of a legend, right? I mean, that's a story that will just live on. Obviously. I'll, I'll never forget it. (laughs) You shouldn't. I'm sure you were riveted. I'm going to tell my wife about it. I was fucking, Let's just say it was very tense around my house. I'm going to blog about it. You, you should start a blog about it. I mean, it's a good story. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it, is. it was not convenient to me. Therefore, it was ridiculous. And the, the whole reason I got put in that situation is because they outdated the fucking my shit with some other shit I'm paying for. And still, you can't do this. And still, I cannot do that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because you know, oh. I was making fun of the 2020 Mac. Oh, here we go. There it is. Whoa, trippy. Trippy, folks. When you watch that, try not to space out on uh, Rufus's thing. I'm not even sure what that is behind me, but we'll probably get in a lot of trouble for it. <laughs> Whatever it is. What happens when you just start like streaming stuff from YouTube without knowing what it is? It's casting a spell. The, Re- the Reichstag could be on there in like two seconds, and I would have no idea. Like a demon that looks like some. And I just want people to consider that a warning, right? That is a. So now, if that ever happens, you heard it here. It, it can't happen. I can't get in trouble for it because I don't know. I don't watch it in advance. Who's got hours? Who's got ten hours to watch one? Of them? Not me. You watched eight. a little one when we were at the hotel room in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, that was. Oh, we got sucked in, man. That shit was bad. That was some weird shit. What sucks is that did that did repeat because I watched it for like another two hours, and it repeated like every twenty five minutes probably, or maybe right. even less, which was kind of annoying, right? AI, right? I mean, just oh, do yeah. an AI thing. Lazy. People did you lazy. see this thing? I saw an article the other day where this guy, uh, they were able to make AI give it Chat GPT, give it better answers by offering to tip it. Yeah, and he kept off. He offered a ten dollar tip, and it gave him a little longer answer than the previous one. Then, in like a twenty dollar tip, and it gave him like two extra bullet points. Then, like a fifty dollar tip at the end, it was like a two hundred dollar tip. 
and it gave him like an extra paragraph or something. What happened when he didn't tip him? I guess it doesn't know, right? Or I don't know. So either it's in your PayPal account, I would imagine, because you paid for GP Chat GPT with a credit card, right? If you paid for the pro version, yeah. Right. I mean, what's to say that that wouldn't get in and just charge your fucking credit card? If I, I was in charge, of, if I was in charge of Chat GPT, it fucking better it will. And they would put do it that. all the people that work there. They just put it in their fucking tip in their paychecks. Oh yeah. Or does it just go to the CEO or, or me and you because we thought of that? Unless someone else already thought of it. And no, doing. nothing. No, we get nothing from things we think of. Zigzag. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what we get? What we really get is satisfaction, knowing that someone was willing to go the extra mile. That, you, okay, I guess you get that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting the satisfaction. No, not the satisfaction. Oh, I'm sad to hear that. I thought for sure you were getting the satisfaction. No, uh, getting betterness. <clears throat> new glasses again? No. Same glasses? No, same ones. So tell us about selling your house. Hey, folks, Rufus is selling his house, or trying to, I guess, or already sold it. Uh, well, we will be. We will be. We put in an offer on a place yesterday, and it was really good. Yeah, and so uh, we should be closing dates January 2nd, but hopefully sooner. Really? Congratulations, I guess. And here's some horse shit for you. So we tried – we own this house outright, right? Right. So we can take our time with it. Uh, you should know, rent we, it. I've done that before. Never again. You on, a, on an army base, though, you can find some tight ass to fucking rent that place, couldn't you? We can find a tight ass to fucking buy it in a day. Yeah, that yeah. sounds better, yes. But we tried this open-door place, right? They'll buy it just immediately, and then they'll touch it up and sell it, right? Right. And, of course, they'll buy it at below market value, whatever. Right, of course. You don't have to deal with it, though. You get your money, right. and you fucking are done with it. So we started that they process. It's grandma's house. We started that process just to see what the offer would be. And they came in, a guy, super nice guy, did all this inspection. And then we get the offer. The The initial offer was like 185 right? Right. Like 180500 the, the preliminary, right? The, the final offer came in at like, one eighty nine two, right? Um, but then with all the fees deducted, we'd only get like one forty one. And one of the fees that they had deducted was redoing the fucking foundation for twenty six thousand dollars. What? And the roof, which was just redone in two thousand seventeen, right? For like Seven thousand. And my, dude, my wife has spent all day bitching these fucking people out and threatening to like call the fucking army base and tell them do not let people buy or sell <laughs> through open door. Because houses here will go fucking quick. Right, I'm know? sure. So we're not going to use them. But right. uh, what a gimmick they got going! How many people are like, whatever? We just want our fucking money right now. Well, I think here's my here's my theory. The guy who came in was really cool, but he kept talking about other people he knows who had their foundation done. I think he put it down that we need a new foundation because he's got a little backdoor thing with a foundation oh, company. Of course he does. I mean, he's but, uh, an idiot if he doesn't, and a roofing company. He probably owns a foundation company and a roofing company. Would oh, yeah. be my guess. Well, long story short, we're not going to do that. We're probably just going to – our realtor that we're getting this house from, we're just going to let her handle it the real way, get more out of it. Are you going to have to do any work to it? Or are you um, just as is? I mean, new roof. What the fuck else they want? Right. So we might paint it, I guess. The no problem. Don't bother. Give, you know what? Give them what you call a painting allowance. 
And they can pick their own colors, right? And you're the good guy. That's what I would do. Well, ultimately, I won't be handling any of it. <laughs> yeah, you don't think? Well, tell your wife I said that. I will. Get her in the meeting right now. We need to talk about, we need to talk shop. No, that's not So tell me about your new house. Uh, it's nice. Hell of a lot bigger. It's in Harker Heights, which is a hell of a lot nicer than Colleen. In a neighborhood that's a hell of a lot nicer. Um. Is your son going to have to change schools? No, this is actually one of the reasons we got it, is it's a four-minute to a school. Oh, really? Nice. Because right now, we live in Killeen. The school district sucks here, so we pulled a bunch of strings and got him into Harker Heights School. But because he's out of district, they could just on a whim be like, no, you're not coming back next year. Well, they're not going to do that to him. You'll buy a goddamn house. You'll show him. Fuck Yeah. Just like I'd buy a computer to show a fucking big money guy like you, fucking throwing around fucking houses like they're fucking yesterday's garbage. But uh, yeah, it's cool. It's exciting. Nice house too. Big yard for the dogs and all that good stuff. Big and split. It's got like the whole thing's privacy fence, but then like a quarter of it has its own little chain link fence, so you could segment it off. So you take them there and they shit behind the chain link. Well, no, what I'll do is I'll put the two dogs that hate each other. <laughs> do you have two dogs that hate each other? No, we have two dogs that get a little scrappy sometimes. Over food or what? Well, our German Shepherd, I guess this is why they use them as police dogs. She likes to be in charge, and if any other dog's having fun, she's like, no, stop. And she'll go and huff and puff at them. That's how our dog is with uh, our cats. Really? <laughs> He's a fun little dog. He loves to run and be fun and all that stuff and loves other dogs. But if he sees the cats, like, getting along or, like, playing, he goes and fucking, he can't stand it. He just breaks them up. Yep. Nope. Can't have that. Who's chasing them? Wow. Well, congratulations. Dude. That sounds exciting. Are you buying all new furniture and all that shit, too? Fuck no. But uh, we are going to hire, for the first time ever, movers. I'm not going to, I'm not fucking with moving shit. Motherfucker's got an Apple Watch, people. He ain't fucking doing shit now. Looks like you got a text on there. What's going on? What that is? I don't even know how to work this thing, really. I've only had it a day. (laughs) What's crazy is you're going to use it as a fucking just a watch, probably. So far? I'm I'm just guessing, are you going to be checking your texts on your watch, your emails? I mean, the deal is you have to have your phone right there, too, right? Yeah, pretty much. What I have noticed that makes it really handy, though, is instead of having to get my phone out of my pocket, put it right in front of my face, or punch in a code, I just go like that, and what I need is right there. <laughs> I can just see you going to the gas station and getting punched in the face because whoever you're talking to thinks you're just checking your watch every fucking two seconds. You're lucky you don't have a boss you have to see like in real time because could you imagine being in the office and be like... <laughs> So fucking rude. So fucking rude. I mean, it is rude either way. Whether you're taking a call or checking a fucking text, it's rude. Yeah, but it helps you make an excuse if you have a watch to look at and go like, oh, shit, I got a thing. I got to go. Dude, an emergency. My wife just swallowed our car keys. Yeah. (laughs) Happens. Google it. I guarantee it's happened. I bet it has happened. I am going to Google it, by God. My guess is that some lady swallowed the car keys to keep her husband from drunk driving. Wife swallows car keys. 
No? Uh, no. We should make a movie about it. Me looking at the single mother as I swallow swallow her car keys. <laughs> and she swallows my car keys and my wallet. Was that a real passage that you were reading from, or did you make that up? Oh, I'm going to send this to you. Apparently it's, it's a meme, but it seems like it's... I don't know. It, it seems a little too specific to just be random here. I'm not sure I'll know where to find it now. Just uh, give a thumbs up. I, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Not on this fucking computer. And I'm getting the 2019, I realized. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. It's a picture of Bob Odenkirk as Jimmy, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I guess, but I don't know what the fuck the... I don't get it. Me looking at the single mother as I swallow her car keys. I guess he's going to molest her, her now, and she's going to have to cut him over to get the fucking car keys out? Maybe it has something to do with those swinger parties where you put car keys in a bowl or something. That was like the 1970s, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. Or is that still a thing? I mean, you're the guy that is getting approached by bicocks. That's not me. I got an app on my Apple Watch for that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Scrapple, it's called. Scrapple. You know what Scrapple is? Uh, you mean the food? Yes. Yes. Have you ever had Scrapple? Uh, no, I would try it if you want to try it on the show, but I have not had I've it. I've tried it. I've had it. I have no desire to have Scrapple ever again, not even for the show. It's intestine, right? It's liver. I think it's mostly liver, what it is. But, yes, it is. In, maybe it is all intestines. I don't know. But um, my wife got me to try it because her grandpa used to eat it, right, because they were from New Jersey or whatever, and Scrapple's big on the East Coast. And, uh, yeah, I tried Scrapple. I, I, like, literally had one tiny bite of Scrapple. It was so awful. So very awful. Did I thought you had blood sausage at Thanksgiving? You did, and you actually thought it was delicious. Delicious is not the word I used. Oh, okay. I thought you did. What I said was it, it wasn't as disgusting as I expected it to be. Who is the person that's like, oh, we're all getting together for Thanksgiving. I'll bring the blood sausage. My, uh, <laughs> that's ever been said in American lore. That was my aunt and uncle. They go to Spain a lot. Apparently it's big in Spain. So they're like, they love this in Spain. Here, have some blood sausage. Was it like thinly sliced like salami or is it like a... A link sausage. No, it was kind of weird. It looked like chunks of brownie. If if somebody had told me it was blood sausage, I would have thought it was like pieces of like a brownie. So it was cut into chunks. Yeah, kind of cut into. It was basically like a sausage. If you if you cook like a breakfast sausage and you in a crumbled pan, it up, you crumbled it up. It's kind of like that. So how do you eat blood sausage? Well, she had these little uh, pieces of buttered toast that you put some on there and eat it. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't it was bad. a mad world. Fucking Apple Watch, blood sausage, new house. Who are you, man? Who are you? I'm cultured, ZigZag. Look into culture. still drinking Bud Light. God bless. If you switch from the Bud Light, I will quit this show. That's where I'll draw the line. I'm trying to uh, stick to my roots. You know, I don't want to lose myself entirely. <laughs> I totally get it, dude. If you've ever stayed, you're staying the same, trust me. Other than the new house and the watch. And the blood sausage. You're just the same I, old Rufus. I don't want to lose my connection to the simple people. New computer. 
Getting rid of your old, yeah, whatever, dude. That's cool. That's cool. We're not. I'm gonna make myself some Rufus blood sausage. Let's just say that. Did you ever look up what blood sausage actually is? It's just pork blood and whatever else you put in it. Are you sure? Yeah. Can't you just use water? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what is the idea behind pork sausage or blood sausage? Is it because, like in the olden days, they just didn't want to throw anything out? Basically, They're I'm like, pretty sure that's spread it. disease by fucking putting pig's blood. It is. I mean, God, if you get a fucking undercooked pork chop, you could get sick before. Yeah, now imagine eating a whole link of blood. Right. It's not been I would like to know, please, this is the last thing I'll ask you to Google. How many people died from blood poison, blood sausage poisoning last year? Oh, my God. How many people died from blood sausage poisoning? I mean, you could die from eating a piece of ham, right? Yeah, well, that's botulism. So it's five to ten percent of people who eat blood. Just botulism? Oh, die. what? Excuse me? No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It's, no, it's five to ten percent of people who get botulism. Yeah. How prevalent is blood? How prevalent is botulism in blood sausage? We're gonna get to the bottom of this. America wants to know. The world wants to know. You can kind of say we got our finger on the pulse of... Yes. The pulse of blood sausage. Blood sausage is pumping through your veins. Did you feel like stronger after eating it or... No, but my mouth felt really greasy. It didn't taste irony. That's I thought it was going to taste like... I was kind of surprised that. I was, I was kind of getting at, do they eat blood sausage because people didn't have enough iron in their diets or something? Maybe, but wouldn't that give you gout? Isn't that how you get gout? Uh, gout is from fat, but sausage is something that will give you gout, right? I guess, but if it's all blood and not fat, I don't... Organ meats do give you gout. There's no doubt about it. They're just anything that's really rich like that will give people gout. I've never had the gout, not good. My dad gets it. I mean, I know people good. get it. Yeah. What it sounds it awful. It makes your toes big or something, right? It just, like... My dad will get in his ankler's knee. I mean, I know like 10 people who get the fucking gout, believe it or I not. I know none. Really? You do? And I don't know. Maybe your people aren't sharing with you their gout stories. But um, uh, I, my, I mean, my dad had it so bad one time that he couldn't even put a fucking sheet on his foot. What because do? his big toe hurt so bad. It makes your toes hurt. Right. It makes your joints in your lower body. It can happen in your knee. It can happen. I mean, it can happen in any joint. It's, an, it's a buildup of some kind of acid right it turns the blood in the in the like corners of your veins and shit into crystals like little crystalline structures now let me tell you what my dad told me the best thing they do have coccoline which is a, a medicine for taking for gout but he swears that black uh cherry juice works pretty good too really yeah the uh the gout inducing thing your your dad eats and it's not like one thing. If he goes a couple of days and eats like even too many hamburgers and stuff. Wow. So he's got I mean, sausage. He gets it probably twice a year or something. Now your dad, you saved your dad from having a heart attack because when he was eating a piece of cheese, right? <laughs> he was. That's right. Yep. Yeah. He wow. was in his uh, recliner. 
watching TV, eating a piece of cheese, and telling me how bad he could barely fucking breathe and that his jaw hurts super bad. That's such a wild story, man. <laughs> and he didn't want to go to the hospital, but he finally did. And yeah, luckily he did, which is scary because he was what? Only six years older than I am right now. Ooh, zigzag. I know. I took my blood pressure the other day, pre-hypertension. But that's probably because I don't, I, I wasn't relaxed. I never can relax taking my blood pressure. I have white coat hypertension, they call that. Wow. That's a pretty clever name to call that. It is, even though there was no one here with a white coat on. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've been on high blood pressure, blood pressure meds since I was 33. How high is your blood pressure if you miss your medication? I mean, wh- why are you – did you just go in one day and they're like, hey, you need to be on these blood pressure meds, and you're just like, okay? Or did you have something happen that you're like, uh-oh, I need to go get checked out in case I need to be on medication? Or Yeah, my heart – well, I went in because my heart was like – it would just race all of a sudden for no reason, or it would beat, like, really hard. It wouldn't, like, beat fast, but, like, so hard it was like – I was like, man, that's not good. So I went. Did it and, ever skip beats or anything like that? Yeah, it was never skippy like that. But I had skip beats for a long time. And I went and they said high blood pressure and, and got it. And still, and apparently my dad has has it like really stubborn high blood pressure too. So well, you guys are both pretty thin. I mean, I thought high blood pressure. You know what I did? You know how I got my blood pressure down? Huh. Well, I and mean, I lost like forty pounds and quit drinking. I mean, my. The, the drink is the yeah. worst thing you can do for your blood pressure, honest to God. It really is. I mean, anybody knows, I, I know that. But um, spending time in the hot tub at the place where I was working out, because oh, yeah. for every, this is what I saw, for every hour you're in a hot tub, it's like running two or three miles because it yeah. makes you hurt. And I was going there and staying in there for like four hours. Because I could kill you. I know, you would have thought so. I guess not me. I couldn't help it, man. I would get in there. I'm going. I'm starting now that it's cold out. I'm going back. But yeah, I fucking even the guys. Some of the people that were there were like, "You've been sitting in here for a long time." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I have." <laughs> None of your fucking business. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> well, yeah, you're supposed to stay in what 15 minutes they say. Other than just feeling relaxed, I mean, does it make you lightheaded or anything, considering all the damage it's doing to your circulatory system? I, I See, I don't feel like it's doing damage. It's like strengthening it because my heart is beating so fucking fast, and it's getting all those, you know, your your blood, uh, your vessels are all opened up because it's warm. That's the key. And I'm That's telling you what, man, I mean, my blood pressure when I was going was like fucking completely normal, 120 yeah. over fucking 80. I mean, even when I took it, the other day, it was 133 over 79. You know, and that's, I mean, I'm not really worried about that. But, I mean, I, surely I could drop dead any minute. Guy that I know, well, guy that I worked with, he was in the in the Marines. He just had a stent put in. Ooh. He's my age. And uh, he's in, looks like he's in good shape. His dad actually had heart disease, too, though, come to think yeah. of it. But um, he told me he was having a fucking heart attack, and he didn't do anything about it. He's like, man, and I said, what happened to you, Bill? And he's like, woke up in the middle of the night. He's like, fucking felt terrible, went in the bathroom. My fucking jaw's hurting. My chest is hurting. My arm, he's like, I feel like going down my arm. And I'm like, did you do anything? He's like, no. He's like, I'm sweating super bad because sweating is like the almost the end of the line. I Everything think. you said, the heart attack. I know. <laughs> Everything he's you stubborn. said. I almost would probably do the fucking same thing. I knew he didn't go. Because I'm like, and you, what'd you do? You didn't even go, did you? He's like, I didn't. He's like, I didn't go. I went the next day. 
You know, he's like, I called him because his girlfriend was like, you've got to do, he's like, I didn't want to tell her. But in the morning he told her and she's like, you've got to call the doctor right now. So he goes to the doctor. Okay. And they put him on blood pressure. He's like, we, you know, they didn't, they didn't do a catheter or anything like that. They scheduled him for a stress test. Right. And the stress test could be like in a month or whatever, two months. I mean, that's just how it is now. It seems like. So they give him medication. He goes home. And he told me, like, he's like, in like four days later, he's like, I feel fucking exactly the same. And I was having the, he's like, I woke up and I felt terrible, but I was having the, um, what do you call it? The stress test that day. Yeah. Right? So he's like, so I go, because the stress test had to be there like 7 o'clock in the morning or whatever. He's like, I go to the stress test. He's like, I take two steps on the treadmill, and I look at them and go, I'm fucking having a heart attack. Right? And they lay him down right away. The doctor comes in. They're looking over like the two minutes of the or ten seconds of the stress test that, they, that he had. But they're taking an EKG, right, so they can yeah. see exactly what's going on in his heart. And the guy's like, "Fucking prep a room. You're getting a fucking catheter right fucking now." What? Right? And he's like, "It's like a whirlwind after that." He's like, "Man, it was like all I remember is like being jammed down the hall at fucking full speed, and taken into a, a hospital room and getting a thing up his leg and getting a stent in his heart." Crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Wow. Very I've had, crazy. I've had those stress tests. They take like eight fucking hours. And I just recently I've had, had, had like the uh, the whole like full body CT scan. Everything always comes out normal. I just have high blood pressure. Ooh, knock on wood when you say that. Dude, I'm not going to Everything's not normal. I'll tell you what I do have, right? I have what they call an accessory spleen. It's like a little growth on your spleen. It doesn't do anything. It's totally nothing. And I have, um, what is it called? An adenoma on one of my adrenal glands. What does that do? That's 15% of people have that. Unless it's active, it would be like making me have panic attacks and shit like that. But mine is not active. I had a test to see if it's active. It is not. But I'm supposed to get it checked out every couple of years to make sure that it hasn't grown. But that's been like seven years. So let's hope not. I had a, when I was in the fifth grade, they had the people come by and do the scoliosis test for everybody. Uh-huh. They were like, you might have the beginning of scoliosis. So my parents were like, well, let's take him to the, almost to the vet. Let's take him to the doctor, <laughs> get him x-ray. Well, the x-ray, they're like, what's that? what's that mass? Turns out I had a, a cyst. On my lung. What? So I had to have surgery in the fifth what? grade. What? How old? I was in the fifth grade, whatever oh, really? that is. And so I had this scar about that big on my back where they had to slice me open and, like, take, you know, spread my ribs apart and cut out. It was benign. I mean, it wasn't anything that would right. kill me, but, like, it could get bigger and cramp things. Right. That's what they're more worried about, that right there. And Holy all, crap. There's only two things I remember about that. I mean, other than it happened. One. Did you eat ice cream afterwards? I don't fucking know. Oh. I just remember there was a like some kind of drainage tube stuck in my side. Jesus. Like Freak of it. nature. And uh, whenever the doctor came in and it was time to take it out, he told me, he looked at my parents and said, you guys might want to leave for this. Dude, that was the most fucking painful thing I've ever experienced in my life. He pulled that drainage tube out. It was like this long in me. Uh-huh. Rubbing against all the raw nerves on that hole. Fucking brutal. Jesus. They don't give you a local anesthetic or anything for that? Uh, I think you were, were you on a fucking farm? 
Was it Doc? What's his face from Little House on the Prairie? Maybe it was a bet. Now here's the other cool thing. Well, none of that's cool. Cool. At the time, my cousin was dating, and she actually ended up having a kid by wrestler Carrie Von Erich. A kid. Now you're telling me what you're saying by saying that is they did not get married. New. Okay. But I was in the Von Erichs. That's a big name in wrestling. And so she got me an autographed picture of Carrie Von Erich that was like, get well, Cliff, Carrie Von Erich. Do you still have it? I think my parents do somewhere, yeah. But she's still alive? Uh, I don't think so. I think we better look that up to see how much that's worth right now. Probably nothing. Well, I mean, if he's depends on if he's dead or alive, right? All right, signed Carrie Von Erich photo. $1,000? Okay. Oh. Are you shitting me? No. On eBay, 4250 Well, you owe me fucking a grand if you fucking sell that <laughs> thing. Is that a finder's fee? Yeah, you wouldn't even have thought of this. Yeah, wait, but now here's one that's like 20 bucks. Probably autograph. I got it personalized to a cliff. What if you saw your mom and dad have their name next to that fucking thing on eBay? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to move in your neighborhood, Cliff. We're going to sell your Von Eric picture. I wouldn't blame them. They, they got a side hustle, too. Everybody needs a side hustle. <laughs> Everybody needs a side hustle. <laughs> but, yeah, side hustle is credit card fraud. That's your side hustle? It's credit card. <laughs> well, I said my parents. I'm just joking. Wow. Were you a, were you a Von Eric's fan, or she just was like, maybe Cliff would think this was cool because he's a dumb little kid? I mean, I knew who he was, of course, because he was, you know, early 80s. Von Eric guys are famous. Did he them. ever beat the Hulk? I don't even know if he ever wrestled the Hulk. They would have to, wouldn't they? Would they? I think he in Hulk prime time was like eighty fucking four, right? Eighty two, eighty three. Snap into a slim jail. Oh wait, that was not the Hulk. Who was that guy? Randy Savage. Yeah. Von Eric died in nineteen ninety three. Oh shit. He committed suicide. It's probably my cousin's fault. <laughs> oh my god, probably was the kid of your cousin. <laughs> I challenged him to some kind of duel in the ring. Octagon. Are you reading why he died or how he died? Uh, I'm trying to find it. It doesn't say. Wikipedia? Motorcycle accident and suicide. Uh, I think, okay. Oh, my God. He drove his motorcycle in front of a train or something? Motorcycle accident nearly ended his life. He suffered a dislocated hip and a badly injured right leg. Doctors were unable to save his right foot. Whoa. Eventually amputating. According to his brother, Kevin, Carrie injured the foot following surgery by attempting to walk on it prematurely, thus forcing the doctors to amputate it. Uh. He continued wrestling after the accident with a prosthesis and kept the amputation secret to the majority of fans and fellow wrestlers, even going to the extreme of showering with his boots on. Goddamn, dude. Is That's that worth some money. Oh, no shit. Can we? I wonder if we can... I meant those boots. I was going to say, is 
Like, fuck. See if you can find those boots and then put them with your picture and sell it as a package. Or I do got to see Kerry Von Eric boots for sale. Find, find his foot. See if we can't go to Antique Hunters and find his foot. Now that might bring some coin. Holy shit, his foot is for sale at Sotheby's. You well, lie. Yes, I lie. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Sotheby's. That was fucking gold, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Looks like it's been insured by Lloyds of London. <laughs> yes, it has. I was going to say eBay. I was going to say eBay, but I figured you'd that Sotheby's. I love Sotheby's. Sorry. Too rich. You know what? I saw that they're selling Jerry Garcia's last stage rig setup, right? Really? Like the whole thing. Oh. A couple of speakers, his like, you know, I guess his case or whatever where all his effects, pedals and all that shit are. And it was two hundred and ninety nine grand. And I'm like, God, maybe I should fucking buy that. How about this seems low to me? It does to me too. Jerry Garcia. It does because his guitar Sold for a million dollars like 20 years ago, and now it's worth like four million dollars. Like, man, if me and Jim Ursay could hook up. Well, is that the starting bid, or is that what it's just to buy it, it now for us? That's a good question. I don't know. I didn't get that far into it. I was like, I'm buying it now. I did consider it, though, because, I mean, it seems like I, almost a steal. It seems like a steal, and it's got to be a good investment, even if that's you what I mean. get it that way. Right, that's like having Elvis's fucking blue suede shoes or something. Yeah. My guess is Jim Ursay will buy it. Let me look that up real quick. Because he owns the Indianapolis Colts and shit. And you know what they do with that guitar? They send it around and put it in. People pay to come and see it. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised it's not been donated to the Smithsonian or something. It probably should be, but Jim Irsay is a weirdo like that. Jerry Garcia's grateful... Uh, oh, Jerry Garcia's final rig for sale. Okay. Oh, this is actually his briefcase with his works in it. Oh, no shit. Wrong rig. That's the one that you want. That was a terrible Jerry joke, uh, joke at Jerry's expense. But you know I love Jerry. Uh, yeah, right now it, there's 11 bids on it. It's up to $440,000. You got room. Yeah, next right now. On the next show. offer would have to be $462,000. I want bid on the show. It'll get us ready. <laughs> um, I would, man, I'm almost tempted to, to be honest with you. Take a big head of weed. The, the, Think about it. Good. Immediately. 13 people watching it. I'm going to watch the item. How's that? Uh, I got to sign up for a bunch of shit and all that stuff. Uh Uh-oh. Now I can't get out of the sign-up page. God damn it, Rufus. What did you do? They're making me bid. What? Four million dollars? You win. What? (laughs) You can flip that for 4.1. I hit the buy it now for four million fucking dollars. God damn it. All right. Hold this on. I'm a good plot for a, my PayPal information. This is a good plot for a movie. Somebody accidentally buys Jerry Garcia's rig and they don't have the money for it. 
So they tried to rent it out to like famous people to play through it for a hundred grand a pop or something. Sure. What sucks now is that my uh, my little spark amp does the equivalent of Jerry's rig. Does it really though? <laughs> it doesn't have the aesthetic, but it does have it all into one tiny little fucking pinhead microchip, probably. I mean. What sucks is it can do Jerry not from just 92. It can do Jerry from fucking 65 up until uh, 90, 95. Probably all like 46 kilobytes. Uh, I ended up buying that fucking cabinet. I knew you would. I knew I would. <laughs> I did. I have no use for it, but you know what? So what? Fucking what? Yes. You know, well, someday that will be a collector's item. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to put two cliff, get well soon. Double Z, and then you can sell it on eBay someday. Well, the moment you get it and you own it, go ahead and auction it. And just say, <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Owned by ZigZag. I'll just write it off on my taxes that I I auctioned it for fucking $100,000. Hmm. There you go. Why not? That's a good idea. Good idea, Rufus. I'm going to start taking all my financial advice from you. A guy that wears an Apple Watch certainly knows what's going on. Absolutely. Side hustle. Side hustle. Exactly. Everybody needs a side hustle. You've given up on your side hustles, though. It's, what are you talking about? My entire life is side hustle. I well, I mean, but your side hustle was the the um, voiceover business. Yeah, I did give up on that. You gave up on it. Yeah. It was turning into more of a hustle than a side hustle. It was more of a inconvenient pain in the ass most of the time. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, I like doing it. But. Like most full-time hustles. Yeah, but at least you could schedule a full-time hustle. Voiceover gig is like, out of the blue, you get a gig, and you're like, fuck, I don't... Uh. Now I got to deal with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got other hustles going on. This side hustle sucks. Anytime you have to employ people, the, the hustle sucks. It's true, yes. You know, and I'm doing that pre-roll thing, and I've been talking to this guy, you know, and uh, he's a guy that I worked with before, and he works with the biggest pre-roll manufacturer, right? Not not brand, but the manufacturer. They will white label pre-rolls for you, right? You come in, you meet with them, you tell them exactly what you want, all that stuff. He's like, and I was asking that day, man, I'm like, dude, you know, I mean, I did buy a pre-roll machine, all this shit. I'm like, Paul, should I just fucking be white labeling these things? In touch with this guy fucking Costas. He's like, let's figure it out. He's like, you know, I'm like, because this guy also will sell the pre-rolls for me, right? He's got a network of like 300 fucking places that he sells weed to and he's like let's get with Paul with Costas and figure out you know what the cost is he's like let's you know nuts nuts and bolts it one fucking phone call we can figure out if it's worth it to fucking buy the equipment or just let this guy fucking deal with all those fucking headaches yeah. so basically it would just be a brand I said what I'm really looking to do is build a brand right and that's what's missing for there's a lot of pre-rolls out there but no one is branding a right. pre-roll as like a you know like a there is one place called Jeter and they're the best selling. They sold $280 million last year. I'm like, man, if I can get fucking 10% of that, oh, just yeah. by fucking giving away t-shirts and shit like that, which is all you have to do, right? I mean, there's a little more to it than that, but I'm like, I'm maybe that's the way to fucking do it instead of dealing with fucking manufacturing shit. You know what blows my mind about all that shit? Is that really in the big scheme of things, it's only been pretty recently that even any of that was possible, and yet it's already like, a huge fucking industry with guys huh. like white labelers and manufacturers and, you know, growth. Hey. I mean, it just immediately just yep. exploded. 
It's so cool. And you know what? That it killed it. That oh, it killed yeah. it in so many ways, dude. Right? The quality sucks. Because that's what I'm worried about. I can see it. If I have the white labeling done, right? I get to pick out the flower. I get to pick out the concentrates. I get to pick out the, all that stuff. But I don't have hands on at that fucking very precise moment where it needs right. fucking where you need to know if it's good or bad. Right here, these, these place white labels these these joints. Right, I bought two of them yesterday, and I didn't really see they're they're a little loose in the crutch. That's that's terrible for a joint to be loose in the crutch like that. Mm. People hate that. And that means it's loose pack all the way up. Right. I mean, let me check this other one. Let's let's do a little test. So is there going to be, or is there now, I don't know, you know, like in in the world of cannabis, is there, is yeah, there going to be just like Bud Light versus like really good craft quality local stuff? That's right. That's why the name of my company is High End Brands, right? There is a few out there. They're not able to fucking market themselves well, right? Yeah. So my idea is to get with these guys, turn their fucking shit into really kick-ass pre-rolls, right? Do things like, I'm not going to give it all away on the show because I got some really good ideas. But, and have a superior product because there is people that will pay more. I will pay more, right? Right now, the whole market is chased the bottom of the fucking market, right? Don't put any money in it. You know, they think that you just got to sell fucking $80 ounces to stay afloat. But there is a market out there that's not being served. And I said this to Paul on the phone. I'm like, look. I don't want to go after the low end of the market, right? That part of the market is fucked. I want to stay in the higher end of the market. He said, you get it. He's like, you've been in the business. You, exactly what you're thinking, exactly what you should do. So that's that's why maybe it'd be worth it to buy the machinery and employ some people to put these fucking joints together so I can fucking see what is going out the door. Right. Because if you, you can spend all the money you want on marketing, if you don't at the end of the day have a good product, that's going to fucking fail. It's going to fail. And that Man. that lower quality mass produced stuff at this point, even already, has got to be like oversaturated, right? Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. That's why I mean, I probably look like a genius exiting that fucking business when I did that other business. It was all grow. Yeah. Because the you know more places are coming online, the bigger places are getting bigger. You know, that my stupid ex partner, even though I still do have ownership of the company, he. uh He's trying to push the dispensary to sell nothing but our product. That's a terrible fucking business plan. I was telling him that before. One of the things we argued about, I'm like, you can't do that. You have to right. offer alternative products, right? Because there's a place that already does it called Loom, and no one likes to go there, and no one likes their fucking products. They're the biggest in the fucking state in numbers, but they're also losing a ton of money. Jeez. But they also have Bell Tire behind them. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, this way I don't have to buy much machinery. I can test the market, maybe spend a hundred grand, figure out if it's going to work or not. If it doesn't, I'm not I'm not putting the fucking, not betting the the farm on it. You know what I mean? I mean, I can do to you like having an Apple Watch, right? Starting a business and, and throwing a hundred grand on it is like you owning an Apple Watch. Or you buying Jerry Garcia's rig. <laughs> right, and that's what I should do. That's the investment. Really, at the end of the day, that's the smart that's the smart money. Crazy as that sounds. I mean, I don't know how that fucking investment loses. I really don't. I don't either. I mean, you could probably charge people to come play through it fucking 
$100 a fucking hour. You absolutely could. You know what I mean? I guarantee you could. And what we really do is we put up a mock one, a fake one, and you come and what you find out is that you get to look at the real one that's inside of this glass case, and you play through a mock-up. You don't ever get play to through your little app, the emulation. <laughs> I have the spark put there, and it says Jerry Garcia 92 rig right on the fucking top of it, and, and they'll yeah. never and I'll bring and I'll even bring in that cab that's come with that cabinet. I mean, I'll Bluetooth whatever they want right through the cabinet in the head. Money well I'm telling you, you should get. I, I think I sent you a link. The Spark is only two twenty nine right now. Yes. You're gonna miss out. That's a good deal on that little amp. I'm telling you. Well, I might. I might. I'm just waiting until uh, we relocate. It won't be on sale anymore. That's fine. I, I'm an Apple guy. I got the money. So. Oh, that's true. You're a man of means. That's what oh. they call guys like you. Dudes like me don't don't care about money. We never have, never will. We don't settle. We don't settle. I'll pay. I'll pay more just because I want to. You know what? You're probably gonna throw a tip in there. You'll probably throw a tip on top of this PayPal. Where yeah. do I tip these Spark people at? I'll throw Elon a tip. Yeah, fuck Elon. What a turd biscuit he is. He's such a weirdo. I mean, how stupid is he? His fucking Twitter thing is losing money, and he goes on and says, don't fucking give me money. Right? I don't want your advertising dollars here to Disney. Then today he's like, why isn't Disney advertising with us? Well, what the fuck do you think, dude? You've turned into the world's biggest fucking jackhat. Has he not? He's too rich for his own good. I mean, he's he's rich enough to be dumb and not have consequences. Hubris. Hubris is what they call that, I think, exactly. right? He's like Kramer from Seinfeld, except evil. Well, and it's crazy is he's not like he paid cash fucking Twitter. He went out and borrowed against his Tesla stock. Oh, yeah. Which has fallen in half since he's fucking done that, right? Tesla was like 1200 bucks at one point. Now it's like $150. He's spreading himself too thin. He's got way too much. I can't wait to see him crash. And he's going to send people to the moon. Would you go to the moon on a... Elon powered. I I think I'd be more apt to go to the fucking down on the Titanic with a joystick controller than I would to be trucked on the send me to fucking Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean that guy has turned into a fucking psychopath. He's very odd. I think maybe you do get so much money, like in a James Bond movie, where you turn into a villain just because. You've got so much money that you're like, I can do whatever I want. Life fucking sucks, right? People, other people right. are stupid. Look how easy it was for me to make fucking a hundred billion dollars or whatever he's got, two hundred forty-four billion or whatever. All on paper, though, right? The whole world fucking crashes tomorrow. Fucking anything. And you're right. It's not. I don't know. It's not necessarily evil. It's just hubris, like you said. He's just like I can do no wrong. Whatever I say or do is right, even if it's dumb. Well, and it's not like he invented the electric car. He bought Tesla and renamed it, right? Two other guys invented that fucking car. It's not like he's coming up with fucking things for rockets, right? He's not like designing. People are like, he's fucking, he's so fucking, he's a genius. I'm like, he's not doing anything. He kind of was in the right place at the right time with the PayPal deal, right? I mean, that's kind of what he did. His dad was rich, gave him some money to help bankroll some other dude's fucking idea, and here we are. What whatever happened to the boring company? Remember, he was. They're still at it, dude. They're under building some kind of tunnel underneath uh, London as we speak, right? I think so. 
Are they? I don't know. It seems like 10 years All ago. I know is the good news is the Boring Company came out with a really cool fake uh, flamethrower thing and sold a bunch of them to Joe Rogan's buddies. Marketing. Mar- Your cannabis company needs flamethrowers. <laughs> a giant one. And we'll have people fucking sliding other people's joints. Exactly. Flamethrowers. Get a flamethrower and a dude with a giant fucking joint. I'll get one of Elon's flamethrowers. You can no. buy them. Anybody can get one. Yeah, don't. don't. How don't. much were they, though? Can you look that up? I think they were 500 bucks. That's it? Yeah, I'm almost positive it was something like that. So fucking stupid. And what the fuck does that have to do with the boring company anyway? Like, I, I guess they don't have a product or not doing anything to fucking make money. They're like, you know what we should do? We should get in the flamethrower business. The gun gun business is saturated. Apparently they're not for sale anymore. I'm gonna look up what they cost. Costed. So fucking dumb. I mean. Ugh. I don't know. It'd be a cool, silly idea for, like, a show like us. But if you're supposed to be, like, a legitimate fucking business guy trying to change the world. He already changed the world, dude. PayPal changed the world. Now he wants to make it all white. 500 bucks. Yeah, how much it was? How many did they make? Elon Musk Boring Company sold $3.5 million worth of flamethrowers. So, 3,500 of them? Yeah. 3,200 of them? Would you have bought one? Uh, no. And there's none for sale, like, on eBay or anything like that now? You need a license to buy one? Not America! Shit, no. You don't even need a license to buy a gun. Carry one around openly or secretly or... Nothing like... Making the people at Subway feel uncomfortable by coming in with a giant fucking gun strap to your ass. Bet you see that a lot in Texas. I mean, I see it in Indiana. I guess you live in a town where everybody's carrying a gun, probably. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, an actual gun in public. Maybe once or twice. People just aren't coming to... Uh, Walmart strapped. I mean, the crime is pretty rough in Killeen. That's another reason we're moving. Are you being for real? Yeah. There's not like a heavy-duty military police presence in Killeen? Yeah, but that base is one of the most, like, problematic bases in the fucking world for all the mysterious deaths and shit. Yeah, I remember reading that. I mean, yeah. There's like, they've made a few datelines about shit that happens at Fort Hood. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, the military, you know, God bless them. They do what they got to do, but they do not attract the most stable individuals. No, and I mean, they don't treat them probably that normal either, I would imagine. So there's a a boring company flamethrower on sale at eBay for $2,304. Yeah, nice. Any bids? It's just uh, it's on an auction. It's just a price. Oh. Huh. Maybe the the smartest way he ever made money. I mean, surely that he did not design the flamethrower. He bought the idea for the flamethrower from someone. 
probably off of Wish.com or Alibaba or something. You can find <laughs> a kit. He bought all 34 of them. How many are, how many are on DHgate? Yeah, DHgate. <laughs> it's a fucking drop shipping company. All right, we're going to play Jeopardy? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, we didn't even go into the VIP part of the show. Should we do that? Yeah, let's be official. This is for the production manager. All right, folks, Double Z here. To, uh, join us in a couple of seconds for uh, Jeopardy. I can't find the fucking thing. God damn it, Rufus. I'm looking for the VIP part of the show. Okay, here we go. Oh, you want to What I was going to tell you was, uh, I'm, over the past couple of weeks, I've been watching that um, Jazz by Ken Burns, 10 Park oh, yeah. PBS. Have you ever seen it? No, oh, you mentioned it last show, though. Yeah. It is so good, dude. But I watched the last few last night. And uh, I went to, I was, Miles Davis has a song called Cope, So What, right? And it just has two piano chords that start the fucking, uh, the song, right? And they're like so fucking... You might even recognize them if you heard them. You know what I mean? If you've ever listened to any jazz at all, and I don't know if you ever have, but and so I wanted to learn how to play them on the piano. So I Google last night huh? those two chords, and it sends me to this guy, right? And he's got his little piano thing. It's a jazz, you know, beginning jazz or whatever. And he has the exact same music that we have for the VIP music. No for a second, I was like confused. Right, I'm like, what? I was looking around on the my. I'm like, why did that come on? Like we were having a show almost, like Pavlovian. I thought, you know, because it's like, awesome. oh my god, what is going on? You know, because I'd never heard that music anywhere else. There's and, a uh, that guy had it for like the beginning of his little jazz thing. There's a YouTube channel I listen to called, uh, or I watch called Red Letter Media, and they did this one bit. Uh, don't want to explain the whole bit, but when they show the exterior shot of the house, it's that music. Is it really? And I, yeah, and I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, no fucking shit. Awesome. Because I'm trying to think where we even got that music. I downloaded a bunch of bullshit, like 3,000 whatever one time. but Free audio no. from, well, maybe free. I don't know. Well, that's what I mean, yes. Yes, I mean, no, I think I paid $9, though, for 3,500 of them. It was a steal. All right, folks, we're going to play a little Jeopardy now. Thanks for joining us with, for that. But, uh, if you get the chance, watch that jazz thing. Dude, these guys, when they get into later, like the free jazz and shit. Yeah. Charlie Parker, all these guys that have gone, you know, Miles Davis is fucking brilliant. But the guys that were his predecessors, some free thinking fucking guys, right? Dude, they invented that fucking music, really, from going all the way back to like the early, maybe the late 1800s. Crazy. You know what I mean? And. I mean, it's crazy how it evolved, but then what it turned into, like in the 60s and shit, it's crazy. I mean, these guys are just like, there's no boundaries. There's not, right? They're like, anything can be musical. And this one guy, man, I wish we could show this on the show, but this one guy talked about the first time he played with Charlie Parker, right? And he's like, I didn't know what to think. Some white guy, 22-year-old white guy that came from 
like Texas or somewhere or Nebraska. And he'd play on the stage at the Grand Old Opry. And I mean, these guys, dude, these fucking jazz guys are, I mean, they're like far out dudes. You know what I mean? They are so oh, yeah. into music. He's like, I went to Charlie Parker's place and I look around. He's like, there's just fucking music everywhere. He's like, the guy had hundreds and hundreds of songs written. Right. And just like laying around. He's like, so he picked up this manuscript. I never, he's like, I was really nervous. Picked up this manuscript, handed it to me and said, this is how I hear it. This is how it sounds to me when I'm hearing it, when I'm writing it. Right. Uh-huh. And he's like, when we get to the chorus, if you're feeling something, I want you to go with it. I don't want you to be trapped into what I'm writing. Perfect. He's like, if you're feeling it, fucking go with it. And he's like, they stayed up for two days, right? He's like, we just went off. He's like, we went off. And he's like, we played solid for two days, only stopping to eat. And he's like, music for me was reinvented in that moment because it's like, imagine never hearing music or played music the, for the first time and you're finally hearing it and you're now you're inventing it because you're not wow. trapped inside the constraints of fucking traditional music, right? He's like, that's what this fucking guy was doing. That is what It's cool. all yeah. improvisation, dude. When you watch yeah. that shit... You know, they write down certain parts, but it's all fucking improvisation. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got the chord structure, but they just fucking go. They don't even know. At one point, dude, when they go to free jazz, there's no chord structures. It's nothing. It's just like, if it fucking sounds good or fucking you're feeling it, you just fucking go with it. Right? No. That that automatic writing that, like, psychics or whatever do, where the brains are shut off. And they're just writing. <laughs> that's just like channeled through them. Channeled. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, a lot of these, a couple of these guys were totally fucking straight. Now, Charlie Parker was not. But, uh, you know, some of them cleaned up and some of them never did drugs or anything. And they were like the ones that were way out there. I and mean, they're just like, but these are guys, Rufus, so crazy that would see, you know, a, a lot of minstrel bands, right, were, <laughs> were early jazz bands. And uh, my daughter actually told me that, and she was right, because then I saw it on, on the show. But um, so they would see a guy come through their town, right? These are people that are a, a decade away from being fucking slaves. You okay. know what I mean? Really? That's and still slaves, still slaves in a lot of ways, right? Oh, yeah. And this guy would come through town, and they'd see a guy playing a fucking saxophone or whatever, and they were like, that's going to fucking be me. And they would get a saxophone, dude, and there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and they would just learn. And these, some of these guys were still young. They're playing with like Dizzy Gillespie, and all you know. I mean, Dizzy Gillespie, big name in fucking jazz. All right, I'm not going to go oh, through yeah. the whole thing. I would say watch it if you ever fucking can. I mean, it's ten episodes. It's kind of a lot to bite off, but you could do it. I mean, I think you could. What's it on? It's on PBS. PBS. It's Ken Burns. So you know, it's it's good when it's Ken Burns. I'm yeah, telling Ken Burns you, that guy does, does a good job. Bad. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, Alexa. Oh no, she's red, Rufus. Immediately. Oh my God, it's probably because I switched the computer out. Oh no. It'll only take a second. Technology never takes a second. What they claim. Alexa app. Damn it, we just do this. I'm having trouble yeah, connecting yeah, yeah, to the yeah. internet. We heard. Take a look at the help section in your Alexa app. Damn it. 
you know, I hate their fucking app. We've we've talked about this, have we not? Yes. Every episode. <laughs> Just failed. Not every episode. I'm kidding. Say that. I'm exaggerating. You're more than capable of taking over any of this part of the thing. I don't have an Alexa, and I never will. Why, you don't want people hearing what you're doing? I mean, I guess they already do anyway. They do. Give me a break. Especially Apple through my watch. They must be so bored um, listening to me. Some Indian guy gets paid two oh my God. an hour, and all he does is listen to whatever you say all day. You know what? I'm guessing they probably have, like, AI, though, that goes through it and picks up whatever um, yeah. code words or products, whatever product you mentioned. Oh, you think so? Oh, so they can send you a thing? Yeah, send you an ad or an action word. Alexa. Oh, I got to push that stupid reset button again. Take a look at the help section in your Alexa app. Your device has around action button. Press and hold for a positive. Well, while you do that, I'm going to take a leak. I'll be right back. Whatever. Now in setup mode. Follow the instructions in your Alexa app. Your echo is ready. Play Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. There's a new Jeopardy event happening right now, but it's only available for Jeopardy subscribers. We visit the news of yesteryear with 60 clues in this weekend's event called Best Old News. Would you like to start a free seven-day trial so you can play in today's event? No. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Are you back? You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Team. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Team. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Team Jeopardy. Are you ready to play Team Jeopardy? Yes. Ah. Here are the Team Jeopardy clues for this week. We had crappy on Team Jeopardy last week, didn't we? Welcome back to our returning champion. At least I can get that. You're on a two-game winning streak. Your total winnings during the streak are $5,602. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Harry and Amber today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Our first category is 65 inches. This silent film star, known for his character The Tramp, 
was five foot five. Who is Charlie Chaplin? Yes, that's correct. Your category is signs and symbols. The star on Nevada's flag is this metallic color because it represents Nevada state minerals. What is gold? Ooh. No. The correct response is what is silver. Oh my the next God. Of the category is sports legends. In 1904, he became the first pitcher in the American League to throw a perfect game. Now, an award is named for him. Repeat the question. Remember, please uh, respond uh, in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Third category is sports legends. In 1904, he became the first pitcher in the American League to throw a perfect game. Now, an award is named for him. Who is Ty Young? Yes, that's Damn, it. Damn, nice. Three clues in, and Harry and Amber are tied with $600. You are in third place with $400, your fourth category Damn, in good. July. In July 1893, this president underwent a secret operation to remove mm-hmm. part of his jaw due to cancer. Who is Garfield? No. The correct response was who is Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland, the one you ever know you never hear of. Not just a remark like, the suit is insulting. It's a formal charge a victim can swear out, leading to an arrest. Repeat. Again, the category is law enforcement. Not just a remark like, the suit is insulting. It's a formal charge a victim can swear out, leading to an arrest. What is a complaint? Yes, that's correct. Today's sixth category is state capitals. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. Repeat. Again, the category what is, is state the capital capitals. of Nevada. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. Totally. <laughs> Repeat. Again, the category is state capitals. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. Say something. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is state capital. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. What is Dodge City? You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You can also say repeat or I don't know. Again, the category is state capital. This capital lies in the Eagle Valley, about 30 miles south of Reno. What is Lake Tahoe? That's not it. The correct response was what is Carson City? Carson City. Uh you almost had right it. Right now, Damn Amber it. is in the lead with 1,200. Then comes Harry with 800, followed by you with 600. Let's move on to double jump. Two separate clues are worth $400 each. Your next category is in the bookstore. Fever 1793 depicts a teen struggle during the 1793 epidemic of this colorful fever in Philadelphia. What is yellow? Good job. Today's eighth category is foreign words and phrases. See today, I tell you, but do it with this Latin phrase. What is carpe diem? Yes, that's it. 
That's correct. Today's ninth category is life, camera, action movies. X-Men Origins was the story of the title superhero beginning. It was Wolverine? You're right. Girl, I've never seen any of those movies. Are they worth watching or not? You are in second place with 1,800. Then you with 1,000. We made a good move on fucking Amber. Leukocytes also have this three-word name. Red blood cells. What is red blood cells? White blood no. cells. Fuck. The correct response is what are white blood cells? God damn it. Your category is... How could I artist. not know that? The poet was an earlier title for this French sculptor, the thinker. The poet was an earlier title for this French sculptor, the thinker. Who is Remington? No. Alexa. Continue Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. Hmm, you didn't finish the clues earlier today. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. I'm now searching for opponents. You'll be playing against Harry and Amber today. Good luck, players. The next Jeopardy category is art and artist. The poet was an earlier title for this French sculptor, the thinker. Who is Renoir? That's not it. He's a painter. The correct response was who is Auguste Rodin. Rodin. Ooh, this is going to be tricky. I hope she didn't get that one. It's Why is Team Jeopardy? Your final Jeopardy category is physical women. Because they know grown-ups are stupid. 2,400. You have 1,800, and Harry is third with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? Repeat. Oh fuck. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? What is 1,201? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 1,201. You wagered $1,201. Is that right? Yes. The next category is biblical women. While pregnant, she had to travel with her husband, who had to pay taxes in the city of his ancestry. Who is Mary? Correct response was who is Mary. Nice job. Let's see the final scores. You came in first with $3,001. Amber got second with $2,200. And Harry got third with $1,800. You won. You're a Jeopardy champion. You're now a three-time champion. Your total winnings are $8,603. Defend your streak by playing again another day. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Do you want to replay today's Team Jeopardy clues? No. You know who sings, Don't Let Me Down? Challenge your music trivia with Alexa, fun Alexa, play Jeopardy. Alexa, play Jeopardy. Here's Jeopardy.
you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yeah. Uh, yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll come and get some. Come and get some. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth two hundred dollars. Come and get it. Our first Jeopardy category is landmarks for sale. Be right at home in this official London residence of the UK's monarch. With more than 92 offices, you can work someplace new every day. What is Buckingham Palace? Yes, that's it. Your next category is a red-hot Latin lawyer. This term for legal work done for free comes from a Latin phrase meaning for the public good. What is pro bono? Excellent. The response is an ingredient used in the play. Make your recipe sore by using this body part from an hour. Repeat. Again, the category is Macbeth's wishes on Food Network. The response is an ingredient used in the play. Make your recipe sore by using this body part from an hour. What is a wing? Excellent. Nice. Three clues in, and you are in the You were an English major, weren't you? Eric and Tony are tied for second place with $400. Our fourth category is crossword clues H. Starts with the letter H. Adjective for someone looking wild or gaunt. Seven letters. Repeat. Adjective for someone looking wild or gaunt. Seven letters. What is scraggly? There's with an H. The correct I didn't hear that part. Not fair. Haggard. Haggard. The little piggy in this number order may have agoraphobia, hence his desire to stay home. Again, the category is nursery rhyme phobia. Yep. The little piggy in this number order may have agoraphobia, hence his desire to stay home. What is number two? Yes, that's it. Your category is Aerosmith. Aerosmith most recently entered the top 10 in 2001 with this tune that says, you got your mama's style, but you're yesterday's child to me. Repeat. Again, the category is Aerosmith. Aerosmith most recently entered the top 10 in 2001 with this tune that says, you got your mama's style, but you're yesterday's child to me. I'll miss you. Remember, please respond I'll to the form of a bitch. question. Starting with phrases like, who is or what is. Again, the category is Aerosmith. Aerosmith most recently entered the top 10 in 2001 with this tune that says, you got your mama's style, but you're yesterday's child to me. What is Miss You? That's not it. That's a song, you think? The correct response was, what is Jaded? After six clues, you're close by us. And in third comes Eric with 400. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Still winning. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your seventh Jeopardy category is E6. Rapper E enjoys success with Gangs for Loving, a hit featuring the singer who, a year prior, had success with her debut single, Fallen. Who is Mariah Carey? No. The correct response was who is Alicia Keys. How am I going to know that, man? Geometry. The Egyptians can tell you a square-based pyramid has this many triangular faces. What is three? 
That's not it. The correct response is what is for. Oh, the bottom is a triangular. Corralled. In this state with the most cows, nearly 4.5 million of them, a big number for a big state. What is Oklahoma? What were you going to say? The correct response is what is Texas? Texas? And Tony is winning with 1,400. Eric is in second place with 1,200, then you with 800. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is one of these is not like the others. But Harold Lucci, Olaf V, or Francis I, the one who was never king of Norway. Who is Bluetooth? God no. damn it. The correct response was who is Francis I. Our 11th Jeopardy category is punny and not punny definitions. Turf on which a golfer gives a warning, or the part of a play's action closest to the spectator. What is sideline? A golfer gives a warning, or the part of a play's action closest to the spectator. What is a sideline? What? Oh. I don't understand that question. The correct response is what is foreground. What? Got to bet it all, dog. We got to bet it all. Got four. It's time for final jeopardy. Yeesh. Your final jeopardy category is Aerosmith. The scores are Tony Aerosmith again, followed by Eric with 1,600 and you with 800. You can wager up to your current score of 800. How much would you like to wager? 792. You wagered $792. Is that right? Yes. The category is Eros myth. Some mythological stories depict Eros as the son of this god of war. Who is Mars? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Best response was who is Ares? Years <laughs> ago. Let's see the final score. Okay. Eric came I'm taking it. $1,800. <laughs> <laughs> Tony got second with $1,600. That's how good I am. Third with $1,592. Uh, Don't worry. You'll do better next time. Today's uh, teams must have been tough. Your score might seem low, but you did better than the average score for today. Wow. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. Today's challengers are Doris and Bob. Jeopardy clues are worth $100. We can get right row just by going, wow. The first Jeopardy category is Econ 101. In regard to a private company going public, it's what the I in IPO stands for. What is initial? Correct. Your category is I married a beetle. Heather Mills was married to this beetle. Who is Paul McCartney? Yes, that's correct. Today's third category is who is Fiona Smyrna? Fiona Smyrna published work regarding the square root of this digit. It equals approximately 1.414. What is pi? No, that's incorrect. The correct response is what is two. Three clues in, and all three of you are tied with $400 a piece. The fourth Jeopardy category is that's corny. The response includes the word corn, often confused with Johnny Cake. What is cornbread? Yes, that's it. Your fifth Jeopardy category is well and warm-blooded. Holstein and Guernsey are breeds of this warm-blooded animal. What is a cow? Yes, that's correct. Today's sixth category is check it and see. 
Literature for this musical, first seen on Broadway in 1951, says it takes place in and around the King's Palace, Bangkok, Siam, in the early 1860s. What is the sound of music? Sorry, the correct response is what is the king and I? Six clues in, and you are in the lead with $800. Doris and Bob are tied for second place with $600. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your seventh category is islands and peninsulas. Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Bulgaria are alphabetically first of countries comprising this peninsula. Repeat. Again, the category is islands and peninsulas. Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Bulgaria are alphabetically first of countries comprising this peninsula. What is Balkan? Excellent. Damn, dude. This category is South Fun. This company owns the Hot Wheels, American Girl, and Uno Brands. What is Mattel? Yes, that's it. Your next category is if it ain't Baroque. The old guitarist is one of this painter's most prominent blue period works. Who's Picasso? Good job. Oh. for our ninth clue. Right now you're in the lead with 2,000. Then comes Bob with 1,800, followed by Doris with 1,400. The 10th Jeopardy category is hat. The Alamo gift shop sells about 15,000 of these caps a year in honor of Davy Crockett. What is a coonskin cap? Excellent. Your category is quotable quotes. This quotable sex symbol of classic cinema is credited as saying, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Repeat that. Oh. Nope. The correct response was who is me West. I like it, whatever it was. <laughs> what a great thing. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is Y-O-Y. The response includes the letters Y-O-Y in order, with what? other letters in between. The scores are Bob with 2,600, followed by you with 2,400, and Doris with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 2,400. How much would you like to wager? 2,401. Sorry, please wager an amount up to $2,400. Oh. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 401. You wagered $401. Is that right? Yes. Your next Jeopardy category is Y-O-Y. The response includes the letters Y-O-Y in order, with other letters in between. This advertising character was named Pop and Fresh in 1965. Who is the Doughboy? There's no wiser in that. But that's what it is. That's not it. The correct response was who is the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh! Try. I'm sorry. I'm giving us that, whether yeah. we win it on here or not. Yeah. Bob came in first with $2,800. We would have beat him. We would have beat him by $1. Alexa's AI is too fucking dumb. We would have beat him by one fucking dollar. God damn it. That's not it. What? The correct response was who is the Pillsbury Doughboy. 
Good try. It, it gave us another chance at it. Time to see how you did. Bob came in first with $2,800. Doris got second with $2,000. Who is the Pillsbury Doughboy? $99. Alexa, do over that question. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. You've been matched against Jeff and Julie. The oldest Chinatown in the U.S. is centered at Grant and Stockton in East California City. What is San Francisco? Yes, that's it. Your next Jeopardy category is discography. This artist, Real Me Marbel Teste, released After Hours in 2020. Repeat question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The next Jeopardy category is discography. This artist, Real Me Marbel Teste, released After Hours in 2020. Who is? That's not it. The correct response would be the weekend. Our third category is A, B, or C. The response is one of those three letters. In triplicate, it refers to the highest class of minor league baseball. What is triple A? Yes, that's correct. Three clues in, and you're winning with 400. Julie is in second place with 200, then Jeff with zero. The fourth category is luck of the draw. Anime refers to a Japanese animation style. This other five-letter word identifies a Japanese comic book or graphic novel. What is manga? Yes, that's it. Jeopardy category is Reading Rainbow. The New York Times review of this 1960s Anthony Burgess book called it a tour de force in nastiness and an inventive primer in total violence. What is the clockwork orange? No. The correct response was what is a clockwork Uh, orange? Our category is a contradiction in terms. The 2022 film, set during the start of the COVID pandemic, is titled for this buzz term, referring to everyone's isolation as a community. Repeat. Again, the category is a contradiction in terms. The 2022 film, set during the start of the COVID pandemic, is titled for this buzz term, referring to everyone's isolation as a community. Repeat. Again, the category is a contradiction in terms. The 2022 film, set during the start of the COVID pandemic, is titled for this buzz term, referring to everyone's isolation as a community. What is alone? No. The correct response is what is alone together. After six clues, Julie is in the lead with 800. You're in second with 600 and Jeff is third with 200. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Jeopardy category is making waves. Duke Kahanamoku, the father of modern surfing, was called the big, this Hawaiian word for an expert. What is kahuna? Good job. Your eighth Jeopardy category is farewell to the chief. This president died on July 24, 1862, in Kinderhook, New York. Who is John Quincy Adams? Nope. 
The correct response was to his Martin Van Buren. Whoa. Our ninth Jeopardy category is Metricy Problems. The ounce of prevention is worth 0.454 kilograms of pure, or one of this unit of measure. Repeat. Again, the category is metricy problems. An ounce of prevention is worth 0.454 kilograms of pure, or one of this unit of measure. What is a pound? Good job. You know that from the dope three, business. You're in the lead with 1,400. That's true. Jeff is second with 1,000. 454 grams in a pound. The 10th Jeopardy category is bartender. This dancer, who met her untimely end in a 1927 accident, is said to have helped free ballet from prior restrictions to pioneer modern dance. Who is? This dancer, who met her untimely end in a 1927 accident, oh is said to have helped free ballet from prior restrictions to pioneer modern dance. Who is Betty White? That's not it. The correct response was who is Isadora Duncan. Our next Jeopardy category is Ben Franklin's Drinker's Dictionary. The Drinker's Dictionary list, he sees two of these lunar bodies as a phrase meaning drunk. Repeat. Again, the category is Ben Franklin's Drinker's Dictionary. The Drinker's Dictionary list, he sees two of these lunar bodies as a phrase meaning drunk. But it's two moons? Yes, that's correct. Well, I thought that seemed too obvious. Yeah. Ben Franklin wasn't as clever as you thought. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Hack. Your final Jeopardy category is Let's Have a Ball. I watched the so Ken Burns thing on him, too. Ball. You are in the lead with 1,800. Jeff has 1,000. He was a very interesting individual, for sure. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? What are the scores again? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? However much I have. Sorry, I didn't quite I want her that. to repeat the numbers. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? What is 2,400? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 2,400. Sorry, please wager an amount up to $1,800. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like uh, to wager? Let's $1,400. You wagered $1,400. Is that right? Yes. Our next Jeopardy category is Let's Have a Ball. Response includes the word ball. This rudimentary game, similar to baseball, has been popular on New York City streets for centuries. What is thick ball? Yes, that's it. The correct response is what is kickball. You got it. Let's check out the standings if you on top with $3,200. Jeff finishes second with $1,200 and Julie with $600 for third place. Congrats. You're the winner. You scored in the top 10% of players. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players. Holy shit. Yes. Let's Damn, that's impressive. You'll be playing oh, against Daniel Jeff today. Good luck, players. Jeff, 
Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Our first category is writer's words. Repetitive writers really relish writing using this technique of repeating the same beginning sound in multiple words. What is alliteration? You're right. Today's second category is second. The second actress to star as James Bond in an Eon Productions film only starred in one on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Who is Sean Connery? No, he was the no, original, right? that's incorrect. The correct response was who is George Lazenby. Today's third category is Swinging Arrows. As expert archer Oliver Queen on eight seasons of Arrow, this actor picked up a thing or two and can use a bow and arrow well in real life. Who is Jeremy Renner? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Stephen Amell. Who are these people? In the lead with what, are they, what kind of questions you are these? Newing Deborah tied for second place with $200 in next Jeopardy category TV is a capital shows. idea. The response includes the name of a world capital. This also published two versions of To Build a Fire in the early 1900s. Repeat. Again, the category is a capital idea. The response includes the name of a world capital. This also published two versions of To Build a Fire in the early 1900s. Who is London? Correct. Our next Jeopardy category is the Department of Homeland Security. A former governor of Pennsylvania. I don't even know how he knew that. Became the first Secretary of Homeland Security in 2003. Repeat. Again, the category is the Department of Homeland Security. A former governor of Pennsylvania, this time, became the first Secretary of Homeland Security in 2003. Who is Styers? No. The correct response was who is Tom Ridge. Ugh. The next category is foreign language. If your Spanish-speaking friend writes, Bezos y Abrazos, at the end of a message, they're offering you two affectionate things. What are hugs and kisses? You're right. Unbelievable. <laughs> I total guess. <laughs> I'm blanked out. Channeling. You're channeling. I am. For real. Double Jeopardy clues are worth like a jazz player. For real? I'm not kidding. Yes, the weed, dude. I'm telling you. The great author is author of The Love and Song of Solomon are seen on a 2023 postage stamp. Repeat. Again, the category is Remember the Name. The gray locks of this author of The Love and Song of Solomon are seen on a 2023 postage stamp. Who is Dickens? The gray locks of this author of The Love and Song of Solomon are seen on a 2023 postage stamp. Who is Dickens? No, I wasn't zoned in. The correct response was who is Toni Morrison. Ah. Your next Jeopardy category is named at 1990's year. The verdict in the O.J. Simpson trial was handed down on October 3rd, this year. What is 1993? Excellent. Whoa. Jeopardy category is Stardust. I remember watching that happen. I was a Wardlow. Me too. 
with a red fist. Repeat. Again, the category is stardust. The most common and longest-lived star type in the Milky Way is the red fist. What is dwarf? Yes, that's correct. Hmm? Nine clues in, and you're winning with 1,400. Ben is in second place with 1,000, then Deb with 400. Your next category is flower power. Tulips are part of this family of flowers, popular on Easter. What are lilies? Yes, that's it. You're a wizard. The second <laughs> jeopardy category is peace, love, and understanding. On the peace core, he asks, how many of you are willing to work in the foreign service and spend your lives traveling around the world? Who is Kennedy? You're right. Dude, I was... You're a fucking superhero. I'm, I channeled it. I'm not shitting you. Some of those... Time for final and I knew the Kennedy one. Your final Jeopardy category is 4N language. The letter N appears in the response four times. The scores are you with 2,200, followed by Ben with 1,000, and Deb with 400. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? Zero. You wagered zero dollars. Is that right? Yes. Our 12th category we is win. 4N language. The letter N appears in the response four times. Currently, it identifies someone born between 1924 and 1932. Again, the category is 4N language. The letter N appears in the response four times. Currently, it identifies someone born between 1924 and 1932. What is a nanogenarian? Yeah, you're right. I was thinking that was not going to work. Excellent. Nice. The correct is what is nonagenarian. Way to go. Let's check out the standings if you on top with $2,200. Ben finishes second with $1,200 and Deb with $200 for third place. Whoever's coming in, tune in Tokyo. Jeopardy champion. He scored in the top 10% of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players. Better than 100%. Yes. That's not numerically possible. That's You've been matched against it is, and Joe. Let's get started. Down to a very small fraction. It is now. Our first Jeopardy category is women in Alternative numbers. Dorothy Hodgkin used X-ray crystallography to study the structure of this hormone made by the pancreas. What is insulin? Excellent. The second Jeopardy category is Cast the Rising Star. This cast appeared on every episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Who is Salem? Excellent. We have a cat named after that cat. The 23rd song. Yay. So He's I right there on the this chair sleeping. This. No I will fear no evil. I swear to God. Repeat. Again, oh, the I know. category the is the 23rd that. song. Yay. So I walk through the valley of the shadow of this. I will fear no evil. What is death? Yes. He's deaf, it. too. He's deaf. Oh, that guy. Joe no, that's a different one. Then Doris with zero. Your fourth Jeopardy category is pick a side. What Americans call Spanish rice is arroz rojo, this color rice, in Mexico. What is red? Correct. Yeah. Uh, that's Your sense. fifth I Jeopardy heard of it, category but... is I want my baby back, baby back. 
Ribby. The response includes the word baby. New York Magazine popularized this slang term for a famous person with at least one famous... Repeat. Again, the category is I want my baby back, baby back. The response includes the word baby. New York Magazine popularized this slang term for a famous person with at least one famous parent. What is a Nepo baby? Excellent. Today's sixth Jeopardy category is rib. A rib is a tool used in both the hand building and wheel throwing forms of it. Art. Again, Clay, the category Clay. is rib. A rib is a tool used in both the hand building and wheel throwing forms of it. See, art. What is clay throwing? No. The correct response is what is ceramic. Uh oh, I knew it was ceramic. And you are in the lead with $1,000. Doris and Joe are tied for second place with $200. Let's see what the Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your category is between courtship. He married Virginia Ginny Lamb in 1987. Their relationship is still in the news today. Who's Clarence Thomas? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Six clues in, and you are in the lead with $1,000. Doris and Joe are tied for second place with $200. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Today's seventh category is Supreme Courtship. He married Virginia Ginny Lamb in 1987. Their relationship is still in the news today. What is Clarence Thomas? Correct. Trisha Yearwood and piece of crap. He's the one that's on the tape. versions of this song. In 1997, Leanne is the longest charting country song on the Hot 100. Repeat. Again, the category is country music hits. Trisha Yearwood and Leanne Rhyme both released versions of this song. In 1997, Leanne is the longest charting country song on the Hot 100. Trisha Yearwood and Leanne Rhymes both released versions of this song. In 1997, Leanne is the longest charting country song on the Hot 100. What is me? No. The correct response is what is how do I live? Our next step in the category is letter history. This letter was used interchangeably with V until Italian printers made a distinction in the 1500s. What is you? You're right. Wow. For our ninth clue. Right now you're in the lead with 1,800. Then comes Joe with 1,400, followed by Doris with 1,000. The next Jeopardy category is Culture Club. This traveling dance developed in the 1910s resembles the waltz, but with a 4-4 time signature instead of 3-4. Again, the category is Culture Club. This traveling dance developed in the 1910s resembles the waltz, but with a 4-4 time signature instead of 3-4. What is a jig? Sorry. The correct response is what is the foxtrot? Yeah. The next category is everybody loves rings. This, A, word for a hooded pullover jacket that extends to the hips comes from Greenland. 
Repeat. Again, the category is everybody loves rainy. This, A, word for a hooded pullover jacket that extends to the hips comes from Greenland. Adirondack. A, word for a hooded pullover jacket that extends to the hips comes from Greenland. What is an Adirondack? No. The correct response is what is Anorak? Ah! Parka. I had no idea. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is triple rhyme time. The response is made up of three words that rhyme. The scores are you with 1,800, followed by Joe with 1,800, and Doris with 1,400. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? 600. You wagered $600. Is that right? Yes. Your 12th Jeopardy category is triple rhyme time. The response is made up of three words that rhyme, container, in which an athlete keeps his knee high. Repeat. Again, the category Something is triple rhyme time. The response is made up of three words that rhyme. Cardboard container, in which an athlete keeps his knee high. Repeat. Again, the category is triple rhyme time. The response is made up of three words that rhyme. Cardboard container, in which an athlete keeps his knee high. Box jock socks. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is triple rhyme time. The response is made up of three words that rhyme. Cardboard container in which you have to box, box, right? What is a jock's socks box? Excellent. The correct response is what is a jock socks box? Nice job. Let's check out the standings if you on top with $2,400. Joe finishes second with $1,600. Endorsed with $1,200. You won. You're a Jeopardy champion. You scored in the top 10% of players <laughs> today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players this week. Do you want to replay the daily clues? Are we done? Do you want to replay the daily clues? Yeah, that was Friday. Oh, was it? Here are the clues. Yeah. Today. Oh. I'm now searching for a pony. Who's for today? It's been matched against Julia and Tyler. Let's get started. Jeopardy clues are worth $200. Let's see if it's a repeat. Your first Jeopardy category is women in science. Dorothy Hodgkin used X ray crystallography to study the structure of this hormone made by the pony. We do this. What is insulin? Yes. All right, okay. Alexa, cancel. Goodbye. Well, that's, hey, okay. I did that job. I thought they were making Team Jeopardy harder. I think they are. I don't know why. Oh, because kids are smarter. Because you know why, I bet? Because they know kids are on their phones cheating, I would imagine. That's true. I think some of the people that beat us every now and then are cheating. I bet they are, too. <laughs> you think we're not playing one person in real time? No one is playing us in real time. Well, yeah, but we're still playing somebody. <laughs> well, playing I, in, a, in a weird way, they played at probably midnight last night. And we're playing right now. I mean, it's a great way to do it, if you ask me. 
Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. This is Double D saying, ow, ow, ow. Group saying, ow, ow, ow. So I guess we need to do that hot sauce next time. Yeah, we should. I got it right here. I got it right here, too. Got it. Try not to forget, all right? Try not to forget. All right, Rufus, uh, good luck with your move. I guess I'll talk to you before then, right? Yes. All right, send me a link. I'd like to see your house that you're moving into. Okay, I'll send you That'd a link. That would be awesome. All right, folks, we'll catch you on the flip-flop, Rufus. Uh, don't ignore my messages anymore. I was about to send out a welfare check on you, but uh, I did not. Oh, shut up. Look at this shit. What? No, no. Dude. My game keeps getting better than yours every day. I'm getting, you know what I'm doing now? I'm getting an Apple Watch. That's the key. You are, you are, yes, you are rocking out. <laughs> All right, folks, double Z fade out. Rufus, we'll talk soon. Have a All good right, one, bro. man. Adios. <laughs>